Finally, we have reached the conclusion of this podcast over the story of the life of my grandmother. This last part of the podcast takes us from her young adult years all the way into the present day. We go over many historical events that she witnessed, starting off with uh, the Kennedy assassination. Uh, We also touch back on Pearl Harbor and compare that to 9-11. She talks about COVID and, and something similar that she went through and how that actually wasn't anything new to her. But something else was completely new to her, something recent that was just the most shocking thing she ever saw in her life. Uh, She's going to talk about the infamous Farmington bank robbery when she was working at the bank uh, and talk us through that story. We're going to hear about her children and her children growing up and having grandchildren and great-grandchildren. And at the very end, something neat, we're going to have a little Q&A session, uh, some funny answers she gives. You'll hear her favorite music, favorite movies, favorite, uh, just her favorites, list of favorites. So I hope you guys enjoyed this last part, uh, and I appreciate you all for listening. Do you remember when President Kennedy was shot? Oh, absolutely. Did you see it on TV or tell me about that day? I saw it on TV. Mm-hmm. Were you watching live? Yes. Oh, so you were watching it while it happened. Okay. Yes. So tell me what was going through your mind. when you saw- Did you know what had happened? Or- I knew something bad had happened, but I didn't know he was dead. Mm-hmm. I thought he'd been shot. Yeah. But uh, but I didn't think about him being dead. Did uh, you like President Kennedy? Yes. Beforehand? Okay. Yes. I know a lot. Some people loved him. Some people didn't. So I didn't know. Well, and I know some people didn't like him because he was Catholic. Yeah. I knew that was a... He was the first Catholic president yes. ever. Do you know that? He was I the guess first, I did. First but yeah. yes, a lot of people didn't like him I because think, he was Catholic. Yeah. But I liked him. Yeah. Um, so he was shot. So what was that day like? Was it? How did that compare to Pearl Harbor as far as the event? And well, it had more impact on me mm-hmm. because I, of course, the the age I was when yeah. Pearl Harbor was bombed. Uh, yes, it, it was scary mm-hmm. to, to think about. Yes. Uh, Yes, I remember exactly when it happened. Your mother was a baby, and she was in the crib. I was sitting in the living room, and she was in the baby bed, of course. And I picked up the phone, and I called uh, where I had worked, Christian Supply. And Mr. Christian answered the phone, and I said, the president's been shot. And I can't repeat what he said. Mm-hmm. Wow. He was happy. So there were some people who were actually happy. Yes. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, all right. I did not return to work until she was three years old. Okay. So you stayed with her a lot longer than you stayed with the boys? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, you stayed. You didn't return to work until she was three years old. How old were you when the boys went? Oh, the boys were... I would work. They were four and five. Gotcha. All right. She stayed with Grandmama Adams for a few months and then Mother Goose Nursery. And see, Grandmama Adams, when did she pass away? Because. I was frigid as that. I feel like I was alive when she was alive, right? But I was like a baby. 
Yes, you were a baby. Yeah, I, I, I have... I don't know if I remember, but I remember people tried to tell me to remember no, her. No, you don't yeah. remember her. Yeah, I, I think I've seen pictures of her, though. Yes. Like, in your backyard. Yes, Parkinson. I'm sure, yeah. yes. Yeah. Just so, during this time, was it much longer the moon landing happened? Did you watch that on TV? I'm sure I did. Did you think it was it, real? It didn't... You didn't care? Well, it was an awesome... Yeah. Awesome thing, but it didn't really impact you. Un- unbelievable. Yeah, did you believe it or do you think it's fake? No, I believed it. Yeah, I do too. Uh, as our families grew the farm, oh, let me ask you this. So, what about Sputnik and Russia and, or not Russia, the USSR, let me get it right, uh, and atomic bombs? Did you ever watch duck and cover videos or were you ever worried about a nuclear blast going on? Was there any fear? No, not not for me. I'm sure there were. In larger cities? In, in, in the Florida large cities, yes. What about when uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis? Were you ever concerned about that when the atomic bombs were in Cuba? Concerned. But you know me well enough that yeah. I didn't worry about Yeah. What was going to happen? I wasn't afraid. Yeah. What about other people? Were other people worried and terrified? I'm sure they were. As our families grew, the farm could no longer provide for two families. Jimmy went to work at General Tire, and we bought our house in Farmington for thirteen thousand five hundred dollars. And that's the house that's still there today. Yes. One, one, one nine. Is that the one nineteen Durbin Street? One nineteen Durbin Street. Yeah. Because he was allergic to the chemicals used in the tires, he only worked there for three months. When a job opening became available at Creason Supply, where JB and I worked, he in delivery, stocking, and sales. Gotcha. Um, In 1975, Farmington had a new bank building. The one's still there. It's not a bank anymore, but... And this is where we'll get to the good story, right? One of your famous stories. Uh, I had a new bank building, and I started to work there as a teller and bookkeeper. I had only worked there for about three months when the bank was robbed. And you were there, right? Yes. The bank had been robbed a few years earlier at the old bank building. I don't know how the lone robber got to Farmington, but he escaped in Fred Bennett, bank's president's car. So tell us about when he came in and robbed you guys. I've always heard the story of how you alerted everybody. I'm not sure if it was you, but you closed the blinds and people knew something was going on. So what? what's the story of the bank robbery from someone who was in the bank? Okay. I was on the phone. Mm -hmm. I was not talking to a person. Yeah. But the phone was ringing. Nobody was answering. Well, I looked up. There was a a glass window between the bookkeeping area and the lobby. And uh, I saw the man walk. I looked up, and there's a man with a hood over his face with a gun pointed to Fred Bennett's head. Oh, wow. It's the scariest you've ever been in your life, or were you scared for your afterwards, life? Afterwards, I was afraid. You didn't have time to be afraid at the time? Yes. And I was praying that somebody would answer that phone. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't too... Uh, 
an alert button. Mm-hmm. We had buttons. Yeah. To alert, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but I wasn't, there wasn't one where I was back in the bookkeeping area. Uh, Beverly Davis was back there with me. And uh, so he motioned for me to hang up the phone and for us to come up in the lobby. And we walked up there and he said, you do as I say and nobody's gonna get hurt. Mm-hmm. Still and got the gun to his head? He still had the gun pointed at Fred Bennett. And he told me to go to the vault and get the money. Mm-hmm. Gave me a pillowcase. Yeah. And I went to the vault. It was happened, it was open. And uh, the money rolled up the quarters. The change was rolled up in trays. And I picked up a tray of quarters and dropped in there. So it'd be heavy for them? <laughs> I didn't even think about that at the time, honey. Yeah. I was just, and I just grabbed some money and stuffed it in there. I don't know how much it was, was there, but I was afraid he'd check. And I just knew there's another person there. Yeah. Because you don't know how many people are there. Yeah. We know now that there was one, but one, you don't know that but, at the but time. But I didn't know that at the time. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so I carried the bag back out. And he grabbed it and he said, uh, told us to go out the back way. Well, first he wanted uh, uh, Beverly's keys, keys mm-hmm. to her car. And uh, she told him, she said, well, they're in the back in my coat pocket. And so then he asked for Fred's keys. And Fred had a fairly new car yeah. at the time. Nice car. And uh, so Fred gave him the keys and uh, he marched us down the hall out to the back door. And uh, he kept saying, nobody's gonna get hurt. Yeah. He kept assuring us. What did he sound like? Was he a big guy, small guy, like? He was average height. Yeah. Just average high. Did he sound mad, angry, scary, no. or? No, he didn't. Sound desperate or just normal? No, he just sounded normal. Mm-hmm. And uh, Would he yell or would he just talk? Just talked. Wow. He talked loud. Yeah. He talked loud, forceful. But he wasn't screaming? No, forceful. Yeah. And uh, so I thought he, he was going to take one of us with him. Mm-hmm because we were in front of him going towards the back door. But when we got there, he uh, he walked down in front of us with the gun, and of course nobody was gonna move, you know. You're all scared. Yes. And uh, 
So the minute that door closed, Fred went straight to the, to the lobby where the phone was and grabbed the phone and called uh, uh, the Kentucky State Police, I suppose, or Mayfield Police. Yeah. I don't know which, but anyway, listen, he was so calm. He said, he told him the, uh, the make of the car, what his car was like, and uh, the license number. Mm -hmm. And of course, we closed the blinds and so locked the doors. I've always heard y'all closed the blinds and locked the doors and that people alerted the police, they knew something was going on. Is that accurate or is that just That no? is, well, I'm sure people knew there was something going on by the blinds being closed, mm -hmm. but we alerted the police. Yeah. And listen, those buzzers, we were pushing those all the time. Yeah. I pushed the button. It didn't work. It worked. Yeah. But, you know, they didn't have time to get there. Yeah. So it says uh, the police officers chased them through Callaway County were close enough to shoot bullets in the car, but he managed to abandon the car and escape on foot. We later learned he had been a student at Murray State and three years later was captured while robbing a bank in Georgia. Wow. He was shot and paralyzed. After the robbery, he worked behind locked doors and people we did not know were asked to go to the drive. After the robbery, we worked behind locked doors. People we did not know were asked to go to the drive-up window. So y'all changed your... Uh, why you did business. Okay. Yes, because the bank had been robbed so many times. Mm -hmm. It had been robbed, the old bank, I don't know how many times it had been robbed. And one time they locked uh, the workers yeah. in the vault. Yeah. All right, so it says, by this time, Keith and Kenneth had graduated from high school and enrolled in college at Murray State. After his first semester, Kenneth dropped out and went to work at W.T. Grant's store in Mayfield. The boys had always worked at mowing yards or farm work, working in tobacco or hauling hay. This is how they earned money for gas and put in their used cars and for dates. Keith worked for a plumber while in college, graduating with a degree in physics. I said, I did not know he had a physics degree, which explains why he would get a job at USAID. So, so did he like, he's like, Pretty smart when it comes to that stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. It was also 1975 that the boys were married. Kenneth and Sheila K. Blaylock were married in April and soon moved to Nashville where Kenneth managed Captain D restaurants. And see, I remember him doing that forever. Keith and Sherry Lynn Suggs were married in September. Keith was still working with Corman Plumbing and Sherry worked for the Internet Internal Revenue Service. She worked for the IRS. Yes. See, I always knew there was something off about Aunt Sherry, and that, that's what it was. <laughs> she worked for the IRS. So, All right, the next few years, I didn't know that. Didn't know she worked for the IRS. The next few years, our family increased as we were blessed with grandchildren. Our first was Kenneth and Sheila's son, Kenneth Scott, who was born while they were in Nashville. Later, Kenneth was transferred to Fort Worth, Texas, and their second son, Brian Tyler, was born. Moving back to Kentucky, they had their third child, a daughter, Stephanie Dawn. Kenneth was still managing restaurants in this area for Captain D's. Now they moved, then they, they moved to Georgia somewhere in there. Yes. Yeah, I remember, remember that. Keith 
Keith and Sherry gave us two more grandsons, Brannick Keith and Brent Kendall. Keith had gone to work at USEC in Paducah, and they bought a house and moved to Paducah. And I'm sure that's still the same house that they live in. No. Nope. Okay. So they, see, I only remember that house. They've only lived in that house my life. Where did they live before that? They lived on Friedman Lane. Gotcha. In Paducah. Annette graduated from high school, and he elected to go to work rather than college. She married Michael Kendall, and they gave us two more grandsons, Adam Michael and... James David. There's that name. Now we have a total of six grandsons and one granddaughter. Alright. So we pick up in the 80s. I continued working at the bank in Farmington until 1986 when it was purchased by First National Bank in Mayfield, their first branch bank. I was soon transferred to their bank in Mayfield. Because of Jimmy's health, I retired in 1995 as the first loan review officer. So you were their first loan review. So you decided if people got a loan or not. I no. The loan review officer reviewed the loans mm -hmm. and made sure that all the documentation was, was there. there. Gotcha. Jimmy at this time had been diagnosed with I'm gonna mess this up, multi systems atrophy. 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 Multi systems atrophy. A disease that affected his entire body, especially his balance, and falls were frequent. Um, my brother JB and his wife Lois had passed away. JB with dreaded disease, melanoma cancer. Now, of course, I remember Uncle JB. Daddy was also gone when the house across the street from us that Grandma Adams had built. Became available. Mama sold her house to JB's daughter Deborah and moved to Farmington. And that's that white house that they still live there, right? Word. Where Papa and Granny used yes, to live. Yes, Deborah and yeah. Dennis. Yeah, I remember, I remember going to that house. I remember Papa and his harmonica playing it. Uh, my time was spent taking care of Mama and Jimmy with the help of a caregiver, Betty Davis, who became a good friend. She had worked with Jimmy at Stone's Drug Store, and they enjoyed their time together. All right. So, some big things, that's a lot of years we just covered in no time. Um, I'll go ahead because this goes with that. Mama was diagnosed with ovarian cancer in 2002 and only lived three weeks. And then Jimmy's health continued to worsen and I needed around-the-clock help. We moved to Morningside Assisted Living in Mayfield where we lived for three years before he passed away, March 20th in 2007. So... Basically, from 95 to 2007, it was just people passing away. So, very hard yes. time, I would imagine. Um, don't really have a good question for that or anything really good, I could say. But uh, I do have one historical event that did take place during all that time, which I'm sure you were busy, would have been, of course, September 11th. Uh, in 2001 how did that compare to um, how did that compare to say uh, Pearl Harbor that was home yeah Pearl Harbor was the uh, middle of the ocean yeah so which one I mean they're both you can't say one's worse than the other but which one was more fright would 9-11 be more frightening than it's than a 9-11 yeah was the fact that it was on TV made it worse or the, better? The fact that it was on American soil. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, 
anything you want to comment from 1995 to 2007 or anything? Not right now, honey. I can't think. Gotcha. We're back in Morningside right now recording this. Yes. But I remember I passed your old room right down there just yes. earlier. So uh, I moved back home to our home in Farmington and continue living there until I moved back to Morningside Assisted Living in July of 2021. So uh, because of macular degeneration, I could no longer drive and take care of my house and cook my meals. I am content with this change in my life and that my children can carry on their lives knowing that I'm safe and not alone. So what about COVID? That was the big thing, 2020, it's still kind of going on. I think there's less than 0.1% of Grace County who have it at this time. Was there anything like that in your life before? When I was in the fourth grade, Mm-hmm. That's when the polio was was rampant. Yeah. And people, uh, they were given uh, polio vaccinations in all the schools. Nurses from the health department were doing that. And uh, my daddy told me, no, I couldn't get the the vaccination, not to let those nurses. Why did he not want that? He said he didn't know know what it was. So this COVID thing is very similar to something you'd already seen. Absolutely. To to someone like me, it's like, oh, this has never happened before. But you're like, I've seen this. I've seen this episode already. Except it. At that time, mm-hmm. there wasn't anybody in our family that had the small, the uh, yeah. polio. Like uh, the COVID, you know, just about it. Everybody had it. Everybody had it. And, and I think that was the only difference. Well, anyways, I didn't, when the nurses came, I cried. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, my daddy told me not to. What, what they, did they listen and, to? And you? they didn't. They didn't give you the shot or they didn't listen? They didn't give me the shot. Gotcha. Were other were, were people divided? Were there, was there like the vaccine crowd and the non-vaccine no, crowd? No, I think I was the only one in the whole school. Really? I didn't know if people would argue like they did then. No. People kept their political matters to themselves back then. But later, my mother carried me. Yeah. And I do have the... So you did get it? I did get it. Did, did, did Papa yes. know that... Granny yes. took you? Yes. She, he did? Yes. Well, was it like, kind of like, you know, do you think people were just scared in the beginning to get the shot, not knowing what was in it, and then later on people started getting so. it? I think so. Yeah, just don't be the guinea pig. Let someone else be. Yes, I, I'm going to wait till they did. Yeah, exactly. They take it and see if it. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. Makes yes. sense to me. All right. Uh, so one other thing was the tornado of Mayfield happened recently. Had you ever seen anything like that before? Absolutely not. So in your, so you had seen something like COVID, no. but you had never seen anything like the tornado. No, never like a tornado. That's crazy. Now, so you would say that tornado event that happened is the rarest thing you've ever seen in your life. Oh, yes. Wow. Yes, that was devastating, and I, I didn't know what what had happened until it was all over. Yeah, and it's literally just a mile down the road from you. Yes. You were here, right? 
I was here. And we were all out in the hall. I didn't hear anything. Mm -hmm. We were all in the safe place here. And uh, we had a a sitter here Mm -hmm. that night. She said with someone that uh, she had a, a loud voice. She led us in songs. We sang Amazing Grace and uh, Row, Row, Row Your Boat. All sorts of songs. Wow. There was a lot of noise going on. Outside? Inside. Inside, so you couldn't hear anything. So outside. we didn't hear anything. Yeah. All right. so, of course, I don't hear well. Yeah, so <laughs> that does. But I don't think anyone knew what had happened. The yeah. only way I knew what was happening was phone calls phone coming calls. in. And Brian came and got you, didn't he? That yes. Night? Yeah. So I thought, I know which my aunt Julie lives just right down the road here. They didn't know anything had happened until they crossed the bridge, obviously, and said it was just yes. absolute um, chaos. Now that's that was devastating. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, so it goes on. talks about your great-grandchildren. Blessings have continued with the birth of great-grandchildren. Scott's children, Madison, Jameson, and Tori, Brian's children, Whitney and Elsie, Stephanie's children, Logan, Kinsley, and Carson. These are all Kenneth's family. Key's family, uh, Brent's children, Abby, Levi, and Ellie. Annetta's family, Jamie's children, Coden, Ezra, and Eden. Adam's. Doesn't have, any, doesn't have kids yet. We'll see what happens there. A total of 14 precious great-grandchildren. That's pretty good. Yes, it is. Is that the best part of getting old? Yes, grandchildren what's, and great-grandchildren. What's better, grandchildren or great-grandchildren? You can be honest. There's no difference. There's no difference. So you you love Cohen and Ezra the same as me? Same as you. Grandma, I've known you for 30 years longer. <laughs> so. All right, now at age 90, 89, 90 in a couple of weeks, right? Yes. A few weeks, 23 days. I look back over the years and I ask myself if I have any regrets. Yes, there are many. I wish I had read and studied my Bible more, that I have been a better daughter, wife, and mother. I have failed in so many ways, and God's blessings have been so much more than I deserve. He gave me the best parents, a loving husband whose first love was God, and our three precious children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. I always, One thing I do remember about Granddad that I want to add in here is he always had that Bible next to his chair. Every day I'd come over and he'd pick it up and read it. Earliest memories. Uh, it was always him and that Bible. It was a black Bible, right? And I might add something here mm-hmm. about his reading the Bible. Yeah. He started reading the Bible when we lived in Indianapolis. Yeah. He would come home from work. He would get that Bible and he'd sit and read until, well, he'd stop to eat. Yeah. And then he'd read till bedtime. That's just what he did. That's what he did. And let me tell you, I resented that. Because mm-hmm. you wanted time. I wanted time. Yeah. I'd been there all day with two <laughs> yeah. two boys, two, two boys. little boys. I know how that's like, what that's like. And and I resented. And I look back now and I I wish I hadn't felt that mm-hmm. way. Because that was when he first 
started reading that I know about. Of course, he'd always gone to church. Yeah. Gotcha. It says, At the age of 16, when I first felt the presence of the Holy Spirit in years following, I have faith and trust in our Holy Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I believe the Holy Bible is the true Word of God because this hope I can only pray I have been forgiven. One of my favorite chapters in the Bible is the third chapter of John. John 3, 8, Jesus told Nicodemus, The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell where it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. In John three twenty seven, Apostle John told his disciples, A man can receive nothing except it be given, to, given him from heaven. So is there anything else you want to add before we stop recording? No. Okay, I just have a few questions to end on. All right. So we kind of had a we had to deal with a lot of people passing away, and it was kind of sad. And but let's end on a positive note, uh, and see what you think. What is the best decade that you've lived in? When I was in my twenties. In their twenties, so that would have been what year was that? That would have been the fifties. Yes. So you like the 50s, right? What's the best uh, best singer? Who's your favorite singer of all time? Oh, my favorite band was uh, Tommy Dorsey. Tommy Dorsey. Favorite song? Uh, one of them. Uh, yes, I can't think of that but one. But he sung one of your favorite but songs. Sentimental Journey. Gotcha. All right. Uh, now... You're not the sports fan I am, but what's your favorite? You do like sports. You watch the Cardinals some. Yeah. You watch Murray State. Uh, I think you watch a little bit of Kentucky, right? I watched. I used to watch all of yeah. Kentucky. But you mainly like the Cardinals and Racers, right? Am I wrong on that? Well. You just like the Racers because I like them. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite team, favorite sports team? Well, I'd have to say... The Kentucky and Murray State. Kentucky Murray State. Who's your favorite athlete? Don't have one. Don't have one. Uh, who's your favorite actor or actress of all time? Oh, I hadn't thought about that, well, honey. What about your favorite movie? We'll just do that then. My favorite movie? Mm-hmm. Or just a movie you really like? Is it, you're laughing. I think I know what it is. I think it's not appropriate. <laughs> Pretty woman. Pretty woman. I knew you were going to say it. I remember you having it on VHS day. I remember me and Adam put it in the VCR once. Yeah. You came in there and took it out. We didn't know what it was. We just, well, it wasn't too bad. I, I honestly have never seen it all the way through. I know oh, what it's haven't. about, but I know I know what it's about, but I've never seen it. It's about a prostitute. Yeah. And then, uh, best president. Who was the best president? Oh, Tell us, you know more than anyone else. Who was the best? That that is as far as the best president. And you can't say Abe Lincoln or George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I liked Harry Truman. Harry Truman. Why did you like Truman? Well, you know who his vice president was? Harry Truman and no, honey. Is Alvin Barkley? Yes. Yeah. Alvin Barkley. Well, the reason I liked. Uh, I liked him was his, uh, he was a Christian man, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yes. Was he Baptist? I think he was Baptist. Brother Ben would like that. He was one of the four Baptist presidents. 
Yeah. Uh, pretty sure he was. And uh, who's the worst president? Or do you not want to answer that one? I won't answer that. <laughs> but you have your opinions. I have my opinion. You can answer me after we stop recording. So. Yes. All right. So that's what we've got. Uh, thank you for letting us do this. I think a lot of people will enjoy it. Well, I hope they do. Yeah, I know I'll be able to keep w- it forever, so. I wish my memory was a little better. Oh, no, it's a lot there, so, so I think we went over an hour. All right, we're going to stop recording. Uh, thank you guys for listening, for those of you who listen. Anything else you want to say before we? Nothing else? All right, so that is it.